clinical disclaimer. This podcast is focused on education and entertainment. While we love to help and teach, it is not meant to be used as a replacement for clinical services. If you are experiencing significant relationship issues or major concerns in your sexual, physical, or mental health, please seek the services of a professional provider near you. Welcome to the University of Pleasure, where we have sexual conversation to help build a happier nation. I'm Dr. Tara Jansen, licensed psychologist and certified sex therapist. And I'm Jeremiah James, and I'm just a guy who likes talking about sex, doc. You seem a little tired today. I'm not saying you look tired. I'm saying you (laughs) seem tired, because I want to be very clear here, because there's nothing more rude when someone's like, you look really tired, which is like usually like, AKA, you look like crap. And you don't. You just seem tired based on our pre-conversation to recording. I am tired. I, yeah. I am very tired. Yeah. So there's a lot going on, you know? There's a lot going on. And we're back. The dog is a little tired. Interesting time to work in mental health. I can only imagine between pandemic and the world burning down and climate change and God knows whatever else. I'm not going to go through the entire list that I could go through probably for the next five minutes of just horrible, horrible things going on in the world that are, you know, what? Hmm? You're looking at me. I thought you were telling me to stop talking. No, I was looking at you and listening. I know when I'm tired, that's what happens, and then it freaks you out. because I I literally was so confused because I was like, is she (laughs) signaling me that I said something wrong? Like, I don't understand. Like, you know. No, I was just, I was listening. Okay, well, there's a lot of stuff. All I'm saying is there's a lot of stuff. But you know what? I'm going to lift you today. I'm going to lift those spirits. I'm going to pull you out of the doldrums. Doldrums. <laughs> with Jeremiah's Sex Tech Corner. That's what we're doing. Sex Tech Corner today. Sex Tech Corner with the doc. You're going to love this one because this yeah, one we, was like we, off but the chain. Just real quick, real quick. Can we later off the grid, can we workshop that theme song? I think we nope, need to workshop nope, it a little it bit. Was per- Listen, it's usually always, I trust me, I know this because I'm an international recording star, that it's always <laughs> the first take, doc. All the other ones, that, why are you giggling? That's truth. I'm very famous in Africa and I'm very famous in England. I was just like imagining you at, well, I know a lot of us don't go to many dinner parties these days, but I was imagining you at dinner parties just being like, hi, I'm Jeremiah, international recording star. That's exactly right. That's how I lead in. That's how I lead in with people that don't know me. I was just like trying to imagine how you find a way to work that into conversation. I feel like you do. I work it in all the time. (laughs) Uh, You have no idea. People are like, well, what do you do, Jeremiah? And I'll be like, I'm an international recording star. And, I mean, uh, that's not a hard way to work it, and I hope that you find more clever ways than that. Of course I do. I was just giving a simple example. Jeez. <laughs> Gosh. All right, but before we get to the sex I... tech corner, Doc, we still have some announcements. Don't forget the Amy book's coming out. It is coming out October, the Halloween. Get ready, everybody. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. And then I think we're going to have uh, Autumn come back on, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the book, give her a review on the audiobook so she can tell me how great I did and and putting that audiobook together for the University of Pleasure. And uh, what do you think of that, Doc? Does that, that sound good to you? It does. You know, one of my favorite things about you is how little you need validation from others. I don't need validation from anybody. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she can come on and tell me what a great job I did. So she can say to everybody <laughs> that I'm really great. So don't forget that's happening. Don't forget, you know, write in, folks. Feel free. Write us a letter. Uh, 
Uh, we would love some uh, some could have been better sex stories. Yeah, right. We need or another questions. one. Or questions. questions. Yeah. Feel free to DM us on Instagram if that's easier. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, so those are all the announcements for right now. Um, uh, other than the fact that I did put in a protest um, with the uh, podcast awards um, and just said, you know, you guys missed an opportunity uh, to, uh, you know, shine a light that needs to be shined on this podcast in this way. And I didn't get a response. I'm waiting. I'm sure they're going to get to it. But, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure yeah. they will get to us. And I told them, this doc really needs validation. She no, needs this I really, award. I'm going to be honest. I really hope that my name was not involved in that email. I'm going to. I specifically gonna really... did everything that's on the website. I just cut and pasted it with all of your, like, your degrees and everything like oh, that. The only thing good. I didn't put in was where you live. Just great. Don't great. worry about Super it. It's totally fine. So anyway, oh. sex tech corner today. Here yeah, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a load of this. Yeah, you go for it. I'm getting a load of what you just texted me, The what we're talking about. I'm going to let you introduce it because I just am catching up. This is uh, intense. Well, all of our listeners out there, millions of fans, of course, love Jeremiah's Sex Tech Corner. It's the one we get the most feedback on, I think, um, personally. <laughs> <laughs> and, of well, course, pat- they've all been chomping at the true. bit. <laughs> what was that? That is patently untrue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know they're all chomping to the bit for another sex tech corner. And like, what are we going to do? Because last time we talked about sex robots and, you know, what that all means. And now today, this is like a totally different thing. But this one also, like, I was up for the sex robots. I'm still up for sex robots. I'm up for, you know, them coming into play and and helping people feel less lonely and all these kind of things and the sexual aspects. I think it's great. Okay, so I'm not putting, I never put down sex robots. However, this, this one made me kind of go, I'm sorry, what? And, and yeah, how... this is, this feels very sex robot adjacent. I'm going to yes. be honest with you. Do you want to explain what this is, your tech? So this is a uh, virtual reality setup called Hybri, H-Y-B-R-I, where you can become your own avatar. And really what it is, is it's like um, virtual reality and then some of it is augmented reality. And when you read uh, like their pitch, it gets... So look, wait, one second. I'm confused. Sorry, not to inter... Well, I am interrupting you. Apologies. So wait, you can create yourself and then it looks like you also, you can create a... Oh, can I read what they wrote? Yeah, well, I was going to get there, but you are... Well, you know what? You have a better reading voice. You do it. I know. I do. Thank you, Doc. I appreciate it. But what now, is the Hybri? Go ahead, yeah. Doc. You go ahead and read. Hybri is a unique mixed reality app for mobile. That's a weird way to say that. That combines augmented reality and virtual reality so that users can enter the world of their dreams through mobile devices. You can create a friend or a romantic partner. The choice is yours. That's exactly correct. Are you ready to dive into what Hybri is? Because they put on here that Forbes thinks it's great and the Daily Star. <laughs> well, the Daily Star thinks it's well, great. Well, if the Daily Star digs it, it's got to be awesome. So basically, you build avatars. Essentially, if you saw the movie Bruce Willis was in a few years ago where they lived in virtual reality and sent their like mannequin avatars out to live for them it's kind of like that without the mannequin avatars like you're is living that the fifth element 
Is that what that is? Oh no. Oh my gosh. No. The Fifth Element I is a classic. How dare you even confuse the know. two? This was a little known movie that I can't even remember the title. I just remember Bruce Willis was in it. Well, then what a great reference. Well, okay. it's a great <laughs> reference. It is a great. How dare you? It is a great reference. Anyway, the point is this is kind of like that, but you don't have a physical robot avatar going out into the world for you. You are making it in the virtual world. And it gets a little bit, um, yeah. How's one say, uh, I mean, for me, and, and we all know fans out there are listening, I don't, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not easily creeped out. Like, I'm open. Would you say I'm very open, Doc? Would you say I'm pretty woke? Uh, you know, I give you crap for a lot of stuff, but yeah, you're generally pretty open. Yeah. So basically, you use your phone and, like, you can wave it around and you're the digital uh, playmate or love interest or friend is there kind of like you wave the camera around. Remember Pokemon when Pokemon was happening on the phone a couple of years ago, Doc? So there's this huge wave of augmented reality, it's called, where you use your phone and looking through the lens of your camera through your phone, you can see things that are being presented on the camera. It's called augmented reality. Do you understand? Right, like it's making like it's making like a Pokemon world of your actual world outside That's of exactly you, right? right. So you're looking like at your like favorite mapping tree. On, it's like mapping on that anime. That's exactly right. correct. So you're looking at your favorite tree. There's a Pokemon there and you've got to go get the Pokemon. It was a game. It was a huge sensation. Then, of course, instantly it died off. But this essentially does the same thing. But like your romantic partner is like there. So you like turn your phone around to communicate with like your romantic partner. And it's just, that's just strange to me. Wait, I, I'm so confused. So it looks like maybe I'm misunderstanding. So what I'm seeing is that it looks like you can create a partner from scratch. Correct. Right. Like, like, we're going to get like, into the, we're going to get into it, but yes, oh. you, you can create a partner from scratch. And then you it can... also looks like you can create this is upsetting um i guess it looks like you can create like it's like has referenced x's like you can take a picture of an x that's or exactly a right because here's the thing and then okay, make you're, you're a jumping partner. so oh. far ahead doc we're just I'm sorry well, just then you should... scraping this this is called jeremiah's te tech sex <laughs> corner sex okay tech. all right sorry i mean i give you the quick this is why see here's the thing this is why i shouldn't give you this reference before i should just blindly tell you what these things are so you don't know what I'm even looking at. So then you can give us your feedback. So when I give it to you, you start to try reading it. You start jumping ahead. <laughs> and I have a whole plan mapped out of things I want to talk about here. Okay, then go for it. Then go yeah, for well, now, it. Yeah, now I don't know. I mean, should we start back where you just were? Because now everything's scrambled, Doc. Like, I don't... No. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not upset. It's totally fine. Basically, <laughs> what I was saying was... <laughs> You can do augmented reality, so you can uh, do that. Essentially, the Pokemon thing, where like you know your partner's like walking, or the, the digital partner's walking around the house, and you can talk to them through your camera. You can use your tablet as well. Uh, you do build. You can build a partner, and this is and, and what the doc was talking about is true. You can take a picture. So essentially, I could take a snapshot of the doc right now via Zoom, and build her as my avatar in uh, this augmented reality. And we can okay. have a whole relationship, Doc. Can I can I just say out loud that nothing would ever make me more uncomfortable? <laughs> this is like an episode of Star Trek. There's an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where they're on the holodeck. They can't find this guy. His name is Lieutenant Barkley, and he's kind of like a social, you know, he does. He's not really good. He's got serious social anxiety. And then they send uh, Deanna Troy, who's the counselor, 
and you would be the counselor, obviously, in the situation, and you go in and you find me, the social anxiety guy, with an avatar of you who's like, I'm laying in your lap and you're like petting my head and like talking to me. This totally happened in Star Trek. It's a real thing. I feel unwell about everything you're saying. Okay. Folks, we're really close to having a holodeck and this is this is getting us there. Okay, so all of those things I already explained. Here's the thing that really uh, a bit of like threw me was like bringing back loved ones who have passed away. That was when I was like, I mean. That's intense. Yeah. Let's talk about. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a second, Doc? Because that's something I would like to know from the Doc. Because, you know, grieving is a process. These things are like, you know, but like to bring back like a 3D digital model Um, of your partner. It seems like uh, that 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 took a turn for me that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, you know, I've worked with people through a lot of grief, and like I can, you know, I can totally see you and completely understand why someone would want to, you know, like hold on to certain memories and hold on to certain, um, you know, experiences with someone. You know, it's like why people look through photo books, and like you know, uh, sometimes a, you know, people grieve differently, obviously, but sometimes a healthy way to grieve is to like you know, engage in happy memories and excite, like fun, wonderful memories that you have with a person, right? Rather than just focusing on their loss. So like to a certain degree, that sounds healthy. For me, where it would get dicey is if somebody started to maybe not be able to move through that process because it, it gave enough of a sense of reality Oh, wait. Okay, let me try this a different way because I'm, I'm processing through it. All right. You're catching me off guard with this yeah, one. Let me... <laughs> yeah, I knew this would get you. Let me try. Okay. So like, you know, sometimes when you're 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 really hungry and you can't find the food that you want. And so you you settle for sort of like a Snickers, right? It has sure. the semblance. It, 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 you know, might fill you up, but it doesn't really satiate the hunger, right? It like gets you through but it's not really satiating it in the way that you need it to. And so there's like a lack of satisfaction with it. Okay, sure. And that would be kind of the psychological equivalent of what my what my sort of concern would be, right? Okay. Is that it leaves this kind of like ongoing like echo of this isn't quite what I want, right? So this kind of echo of ongoing dissatisfaction because you're not – you're that person isn't still there. You're you're not still getting them. You're not still getting to be with them. You're getting to be with a manufactured version of them. And I, maybe some people, it really would help them. But I just think for a lot of people, that would really kind of maybe interfere in certain ways, the grief process, or just be really end up over time becoming kind of dissatisfying and not okay. totally. Hang, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. But also, at the same point in time, it's also just kind of fucked up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, it's just fucked up. You know? I mean, I appreciate all the doctory things you were saying, but it's just fucked up. Like, if I knew somebody that, like, you know, my buddy, like, say he lost his wife and, you know, all of a sudden he made a, a new version of her digitally and he's like, now I got to get home. It's movie night with my wife. I'd be like, whoa, this is, that, that sounds wild. Like, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of fucked up, Doc. I mean, yeah, it feels, I think it's very uncomfortable, right? Because it definitely isn't a traditional way to grieve, right? I mean, I, you know me. 
I don't think you're grieving if you've made a new partner and you're still hanging with that partner after they're gone. Well, this isn't a partner. This is like this, like the picture of this almost looks like a parent or like a loved one. And that's what it says. Well, I'm just saying, like, you could make it. You're basing <clears throat> it off of that person's face. Yeah. So Although, side note, didn't you write like a whole musical based on like a guy? He that lives with a dead up... body doc. OK, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Don't bring up my personal life into this. I'm talking about Jeremiah's sex tech corner. And that was a true story. OK, you can look well, it up. Okay. It happened but to Key West. The musical is based off of Carl Tanzler. It is a beautiful and macabre, heartbreaking story about a guy who ends up living with a dead body. It's it's actually quite good, his, in my humble his, opinion. Right? Yeah, but of his wife, right? That passed. No, like a love- no. Okay, you didn't even. You don't even know the story. I, I can't do, even wasn't with it, you. But wasn't it a woman he loved? Yes, it was a woman he loved, and he was treating who had tuberculosis, and she died, and he was heartbroken without her. And then, so, I'm sorry that I didn't know. Okay, yes, it wasn't a spouse, but my point remains the same, right? Like part of what is sweet and tender about that, right? It's creepy. Okay, I would yeah. just like everyone to know, okay, that when Doc and I became friends, I told her this whole story, and we sat down, and she actually came to a concert of this and still, this is how much she pays attention to me, still does not know <laughs> what the story is about of the show for the concert she attended and the, the time I sat with her at dinner and told her. This is, this is, that's just truth, okay? Okay, I'm not even gonna. I, yeah, you know what, Jeremiah, you're right. I should have paid better attention to details. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I, I wasn't being my best listener. It's not However, about that. Can we get back to the sex tech corner, please? Yeah, no, but my point is, right, that that story, part of what made it uh, sweet, right? You said it's tender, right? Is yes. that what you just said? Like it was tender, right? Like, is that there, that that person was trying to hold on to a memory, right? Through ill, that's based on a true story, right? Like it's based on a true story. Yes. I'm assuming that the motivations of that man were that he, had so much love in his heart that he was struggling to let go, right? And that started to maybe morph reality versus fantasy. Sure, you know, he didn't. He didn't. So my point is, is that like people can do different stuff or quirky stuff sometimes when they're grieving because it's hard to say goodbye. That was my only point with that. Okay, so you're gonna basically say here that you're saying it, and I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. It's kind of fucked up, and we shouldn't. We probably shouldn't make (laughs) avatars of those who are dead. I probably like if if I'm being entirely honest, I someone would have to give me some pretty good proof of how that would be helpful. Okay. I, I, yeah. You hear that, Hybrid? The doc needs proof. The doc needs some proof. So please send us over. I feel all your data. I feel um hesitant on that when I think about the process of grief and how that works. I feel like there's a bit of that could be a real setup. Okay. I also moving if I can segue. You're go ahead, segue away. I think of it similarly when we start talking about putting faces of people's exes and making them a partner that's living in your home. To me, that's almost even more tricky. (laughs) So we're going to dive into that because I really want to get your thought process on this. We're going to take a break here and then we're going to deep dive in Jeremiah's sex tech corner to bringing back a digital avatar of your ex when we come back. And we're back. Again, Jeremiah's Sex Tech Corner, talking about 
augmented and virtual reality coming together. Our last part of this segment, we were talking about how it literally promotes bringing back people who have died, which just made me go, whoa, like this is a level, like the future is freaking crazy, okay? So the doc brought up in her segue to bringing back an ex. Now, this is even, yeah. to me, it might, I mean, I can understand loss of, you know, somebody who might have passed away and, and the feelings that might come along with like talking to your grandma again, you know, or, you know, like in a digital version of her that might, I don't know, I could kind of see where people might, you know, but to bring back like your ex and live in a fantasy world with somebody who didn't want to be with you anymore, or you guys broke up or whatever the reason may be, that's heavy. And they're still right. alive and you're still alive. So, Doc, come on, give me a little yeah. on what your thoughts are. Well, here. yeah. And just to make sure the listeners are with us. So what this app does, what it looks like, and you correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremiah, because you've obviously looked at this more than I have, yep. is that it looks like you can like take a picture of like an ex's face. And let's be real, like it's easy to find those online 100%. or have them, right, if you dated somebody. And then you can make a basically a uh, augmented reality and, a, and using what is it a virtual reality vr yes. partner that's right right that by the way you can be sexual with that's correct note, right that you can have moving through your home that looks very close right or exact or similar to your ex so you can yep. keep having a relationship with them wow yeah i'm not gonna this lie. is 100 percent true and oh by the way i might add some of the features on here, you can also upgrade them. So, like, if you wanted, like, bigger breasts on your former partner, you get to augment all of these things. It's just, it goes in such a weird, there's so yeah. many different, like, weird fissures that come off of this thing. I, don't I mean, oh, let's, oh, yeah. Okay. So, I'm not going to lie. Let's, let's take this out of this context for a second. Let's say you, somebody, a person, was, like, at a lunch with their friends. And they had recently had a breakup with an ex, right? And I don't know, everybody's friends were like, hey, Stacy, did you hear? Your ex has a digital version of you that they're regularly engaging in around the house and being sexual with and like, you know, keep you on their mobile devices as a person living in their life that they're having a full on fledged relationship with. Do we think as an audience that Stacy would feel uncomfortable? <laughs> I think, I think maybe a little. I think that's one of those moments, like a spit take moment in a movie. Like, pfft, what? <laughs> I think most people at that table would go, "That feels weird." That feels weird. Right? Not just weird. That feels like again, that's fucked up. Like they'd be like, "What? What?" Right. And I think I don't think they'd be way off base to kind of go, "That feels intense," right? Because like you're. That I, you know me, I like. I'm gonna always go back to be like that. Doesn't sound like very consensual, right? One hundred percent not consensual. Which I was wondering if you were gonna go there. I mean, I kind of knew you were going to, but like, it's definitely not consensual because that's exactly what we talked about with my best friend Laura Rodemacher. Like, this would fall in that whole non-consensual violated. You would feel wouldn't you feel violated? I would feel violated. Yeah, I mean, I think you. It would make. I think it would definitely probably feel violating in certain ways. Somebody using. I mean, it's why like you know they do all that stuff. What is it called? I know it's like got a phrase. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Where like people are able now to use um, technology to like put the likeness of other people's faces and map them onto people in like pornography. Yeah. Right. They do it with like celebrities and shit. Yeah. Hundred percent. 
It is called the deep fake, Doc. The good old deep fake, which, by the way, they're actually really worried as the future goes because the technology is going to keep getting better and better and people aren't really going to know the difference. That's what they're saying. They've got to come up with technology now to fight the deep fakes because, you know, say you're a big celebrity, right? And all of a sudden, you know, your face is on somebody else and they're having sex and, you know, the technology is so good you wouldn't be able to know the difference. So they've got to now come up with counter deep fake technology. Man, I miss rotary phones. <laughs> it's a brave new world, Doc. It's a brave new Just, world. Oh, so much less anxiety. Um, but like, yeah, like I, that, right? Like, I think that many people would say that if someone used their likeness in a in a in any way that they didn't agree to or approve of, that that would feel probably more than likely to many people, very violating and upsetting, right? That's like one end of it. So one end is the consent, especially if they're doing like sexual things and stuff like that. Like, I think it would just make people feel uncomfortable because you're not really saying like, can I use your likeness? Can I use, you know, you to do this with? So there's that. And then I also think moving back to grief, right? We do have to grieve the loss of a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And I really think that that, and again, this is my bias, right? I'm not like the ultimate truth teller on these things, but my bias would be that I think that that would really interfere with somebody being able to develop other relationships and move on from that one, right? And like have something else that's really good and wonderful and awesome, or at least have the potential for that by continuing. Like I said, it's like the Snickers bar, right? Like you're starting to, you're feeding a particular uh, hunger, but you're not quite satiating it to the fullest degree. Okay, first of all, if we were ever going to get lucky enough to have Snickers want to do a commercial and, and sponsor our podcast, you just doubled down on that same Snickers <laughs> analogy. And they're going to be like, not these people, not them, not the University of Pleasure. I am not saying that Snickers Doc, is not they're lo- they're They're literally, they're, their whole shtick is, but it's it, it, it it satisfies the hunger inside you. <laughs> that's that's like their right. logo. And you want to know what I think of when I watch a Snickers commercial? I think, well, that's not a healthy meal. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a delicious treat, but not a about, healthy meal. Uh, that for sponsorship, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Odds of that were low. <laughs> hey, you don't know. We're on the upswing. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so my basic point after losing that sponsorship uh, is that I I think it could be problematic from a variety of directions and for a variety of reasons. I mean, I can get why it'd be fun to play with, right? I'm not, I think it's like anything else. Like it's this stuff as I'm looking at it, feels like it would really like require responsible use. And yes. so then the question becomes, like as this tech, I mean, it's just like with pornography online, right? Like we've talked about this before as well. Like pornography is so readily accessible. Like it used to be harder to like, don't get me wrong. People could, I guess, I, I don't know, like when videos and like, I don't know, beta and like <laughs> mag- and magazines and that's like all you could do. <laughs> like, could you have a problem with it? Sure. You could have a problem with anything, but like, I don't know, like just magazine after magazine after magazine for like 12 hours is far more like that's far more inconvenient than like being able to just go online and just watch, you know, fall in like a pornography rabbit hole. You know what I mean? I I totally agree. I totally agree. I think you could get lost in this world. That's my worry about it. And And oh, sorry. My, My point was basically that similar to pornography, like we've talked a lot on the podcast that like, you know, 
pornography can be something that's like really fun and enjoyable and useful. And like, you know, we've talked about ethical porn in all sorts of different ways. However, it can also be really problematic, but what it requires is responsible usership and for people to kind of know their weaknesses and understand the things that like they may be susceptible to. And I feel like whenever we talk about this tech stuff, I kind of feel start, I feel really similarly where it's like, I don't know, I could see aspects of this being fun or enjoyable, but it requires responsible users. Right. And so that's well, the- absolutely. But here's my concern, you know. I'm sure a lot of the folks you deal with might have social anxieties, worrying about meeting people, you know, real humans. You know, we've talked about in the podcast before, you know, we've done episodes about, hey, go out there, put yourself out there and all this other stuff. To me, this is something that could be like if if the technology gets so good that it's so real, you know, you don't got to go meet anybody. Like That doesn't seem I mean, I'm no doctor, but it seems to me that that might not be a very healthy thing. If somebody starts using this to such a degree that they don't feel the need to interact, because the other thing is that we haven't really talked about is the artificial intelligence aspect of this, okay? So AI is a big thing, and there's two camps. AI is going to be the greatest thing ever, and it's or it's going to end up being Skynet from Terminator 2. It'll destroy it. It'll destroy us all, It's going to destroy us, okay? (laughs) So... People, you know, I'm, you know, there's, and both of them are valid points, okay? But if you have something that was an AI situation and is holding good conversation and is feeding you what you want based on the conversations and the algorithm that it builds based around you and yada, 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 you know, I could see this becoming extremely isolating for people. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's where it starts to become tricky, right? Like different people have different levels of social need, right? Like some people, you know, like many people, right? Probably the broad majority of people with a high degree of isolation are going to notice reductions in their mental health, right? That's why COVID and all the stuff that's gone along with it with like quarantining and stuff like that in different phases for people has been really distressing, right? That, that's sure. why you see like mental, that's why, why do I look tired, Jeremiah? I didn't say look. <laughs> I did not say look. Do not put words do in my like mouth. Seem- why do I seem tired? Well, because stuff like that isolation, right, is not known to be great for mental health. And yet there are, right, maybe some other people that have maybe specific kind of uh, struggles around social skills, or maybe they just really, truly don't. And, And this is probably less typical, but there are some folks that like, really are happier kind of living kind of more isolated or sort of like on their own kind of lives. And I think that it becomes tricky, but because like I said, like there's such a, I mean, I talk about it all the time, like there's such a diversity in humanity and like what certain people need. But like, if I, like, let's just say someone, and I mean, clearly this stuff exists, right? Like, let's say someone when my, came in my office and they sat down, you know, and they were like, I want to do this. I would, you know, part of what people ask me to do is to be like, all right, well, let's really think through that. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. does this, does this feel like something that would help you meet your goals or impede them? And don't get me wrong. Do I think, and again, I'm biased. Do I think that in many circumstances, if someone's like struggling with a lot of social anxiety and maybe what they really want is something more in real life with folks that it might impede their goals? Like, yeah, I think that that may be more common than not. 
but you know, I think about it like I do think about like this kind of how do you help people make better individual choices and more responsible choices around like it's kind of that like why do we talk like why do we even do this podcast and like why do we talk about like things to consider right like it's all in an effort to be like know thyself right because the better you know yourself the easier it is to go uh that might not be a good idea for me here like. I once like uh, I was in this uh, presentation on wisdom, right? Like what is wisdom? And there are a lot of different things that go into wisdom, right? But there's sort of this like general agreement among people that are considered wise, right? That part of being wise is an acknowledgement of your weaknesses. I do that all the time, which just goes to show you how wise I truly am, because I'm always up to say, look, look, that's not my thing. Like I know my I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. Did you realize I was as wise as I am? I'm so glad you brought this up. Because I now, I, I, mean, you, I, realized... I mean, there were times I thought I was, but you have just truly validated that for me because nobody, nobody talks more about their think, weaknesses than me. I think I knew you were humble, but now I That's also true. know you're wise. Thank so you. you Thank you, Doc. Continue. <laughs> right. But like part of that wisdom, knowing your own weaknesses and like that really helps us go. And that's the thing. We all have weaknesses and we all have strengths. And part of wisdom is using your strength to better adapt to your weaknesses. And so the muscle we keep trying to, you know, talk about and build for ourselves and for anybody that's listening, right, is building self-awareness and building awareness of, you know, that's a strength and that skill set. So you can go, yeah. Some of this stuff may not be a very good plan for me. And don't get me wrong. I don't think this would be a good plan for me. Like if I was like, I need a new best friend. I'm <laughs> lonely. Right? Like I know myself well enough to go like, mm, I could get real lost in that. And that would end up poorly. Yes. Like, right. 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 And it would be a real rabbit hole. And I, I struggle with hyper focus. I think that that would just go very, very poorly. But I do think that as this stuff continues to like progress, because I mean, this stuff is just going to be more, I mean, it's just going to keep rolling out. Oh, yeah, oh this is just, this is just, doc, we're just, this is the tip of the iceberg. Jeremiah's sex tech corner is going to be a global phenomenon because I'm going to be bringing this stuff to people's attention and it's going to get crazy. <laughs> this is literally just the beginning. I mean, think about this I, augmented reality to virtual reality Sex robots that are like, hey, welcome home, honey. Do you want me to make you like wait until these sex robots are walking automatons? I mean, you've seen those Boston dynamic videos where like the robots are dancing and like the like all that kind of stuff. Like this is it's coming. Get ready. We're about to live in that movie with Will Smith with 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 all the robots. Right. Well, I guess my basic point is if we don't want it to turn into like a Mad Maxi kind of situation. Right. Right. Is is that like. Part of being like everyone's like the robots will take over. Well, how do we keep? Well, part of it is what I'm talking about. Like, right? If I think if we don't acknowledge our own weaknesses and be thoughtful about the decisions that we make around technology, and we could talk about that in a variety of different ways, like that's where it starts to cause problems. And I don't, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know how it's all gonna end, right? Like I said, like some of the stuff I look at it and I go, oh wow, I really hope we can be responsible with this. Like yeah. also. As an aside, because I find that highly distracting, like it's talking about this photo scan function where you can customize your model's face to perfectly with real people. But like the the picture that this person's holding up looks like they're like trying to create a real life Dolph Lundgren, like a, like a young. <laughs> yeah, the photo scanning aspect is so funny because like 
to, to the, it doesn't really look anything like that dude in the picture. Like it, like not even like the the jaws off and all this. It kind of looks like the Nintendo sixty four version of him. So it's it's kind of low tech. They could upgrade that a little bit because if like that was like my partner, I'm like mm, no, it's not really what she looks like. So, you mean like an X or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's mean, not looking great. It is. It's it but, is. It does create a like I read it and I go, whew, I got I got a I got some chills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told you this one was gonna get you. It it makes you just it makes you a little uneasy. Yeah. Based yeah. on what I they're mean, saying. Do I like nobody wants like I said, like that that example I gave, like of Stacy at, at lunch. Right. right. I I I fear for more people being like that being a more commonplace occurrence where someone's at, you know, out with somebody like, oh, did you know so-and-so has a 3D robot of, like, you know what I mean? Or not 3D mm-hmm. robot, but like a robot of you at their home and they can do all the things you could never do. Yep. <laughs> Stacey. Yep, exactly. That would make me and anybody uncomfortable. So this has been another Jeremiah's X-Tech Corner. Ta-da. How was that one? Is that better? I mean, it's slightly better. We'll keep workshopping it. Okay, excellent. Well, that's all we have for you today, folks. Jeremiah Sex Tech Corner. Uh, thank you so much, Doc, for all that you do for so many folks out there. I'm glad you were able to sit down with me and talk a little bit about hybrid, the uh, hybrid version of augmented reality into regular old reality <laughs> and back again, how we resurrect our dead <laughs> loved ones and keep <laughs> staying with our exes even though they dumped us. So uh, if that's something that you're into, you should go to Jeremiah Sex Tech Corner, listen to this whole episode, go to Hybrid Online and check it out. Or don't, or don't, or don't. Or don't, or Or don't. We're not giving it a review up or down. You make your own choices here. This isn't a review Sex Tech Corner. It's just Sex Tech. These are the kind of things that are out there. They're the new things, the new things that the kids are doing. So check out that if you want or don't. Or don't. Or don't. And that's okay, or too. So, ignorance, can, ignorance can be bliss. <laughs> so, Doc, I appreciate you as always. Please go get some rest. I never said you looked tired. I said you looked great. I said you seemed tired. I and I you. was talking I, more I spiritually. I, seemed, I felt like your well was empty. And as I'm growing as a life coach, I am able to connect to these things because of your tutelage that has helped me connect and see when I feel that you're up or down, kind of in between. And don't worry, I'm going to send you a link to It Happened in Key West so you can watch it all over again and actually remember what the story was about. So thank you so much, Doc. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate everything you do for everybody. You're welcome. I appreciate your wisdom beyond anything else. So many do. (laughs) Thanks for everything, Doc. Take care. We'll talk again next week. Bye. Bye. This episode of the University of Pleasure was produced, directed, and edited by me, Jeremiah James. It was written by Dr. Tara Jansen and me, Jeremiah James. The University of Pleasure theme music was written by the incomparable Robert Feldstein. Additional multimedia support by associate producer Kyle Binkley. And please remember, we want to be as inclusive as possible of the diverse experiences of others here at the University of Pleasure. So please email us your suggestions for topics that might be suited to you directly 
questions, feedback, or just really great sex stories at contact at universityofpleasure.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to all of our social media.